The True Crime Society podcast contains adult themes and violence and is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the True Crime Society podcast with Stephanie and Olivia. It's Friday, April 21st. Woo! <laughs> Friday. Um, I have done nothing all day because I stayed home with Peep. She had her procedure yesterday. Oh, and remember, if you don't care about our lives or, or my cats or anything or Peep surgery, there's a timestamp in the description that you could skip ahead. Just so no one complains. (laughs) Anyways, so for the people who do care, Peep had her procedure yesterday. It was a big to-do. I I dropped her off in the morning. I picked her up at like five. She had 10 teeth extracted and she was missing seven already. And so she basically has no teeth. She (laughs) technically has 13 teeth left, which sounds like a lot. But they're just like, if you ever look at a cat's mouth they're just like these little baby tiny teeth in the front that don't do anything (laughs) no hard foods for her no well actually when she heals they said that she can still have hard food because i guess cats don't really chew they just kind of scarf it down (laughs) but she has like stitches in her mouth so she can't have hard food go in to get stitches out or are they dissolvable stitches no they'll dissolve but that's good it's been it's been fine. She's been super drugged and high. Like she's so friendly and she's just like rolling around, like purring, loving getting pets. But then she'll just like stare at a wall for a long time because she's just <laughs> so, drugged so out. high. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I get, the best life. I thought like she'd be really sleepy and like I, we could just snuggle, but she's the opposite. She's not high energy, just restless, I guess. Cause yeah. She just keeps walking around, keeps wandering around. She'll come sit with me for a minute, then she'll like get up, go somewhere else. And then I'm like, oh, where'd she go? Like I have to make sure she's not falling off of something. Or... <laughs> it's good good that it all went well. Good that she's on the mend. Yeah, so now I was just telling you I have to try to get another pill in her. She start at first it was easy putting in her food, but then I think they start to get like suspicious because they like taste it a little. <laughs> what are you doing to me? Yeah. They're like, what this tastes a little funny. <laughs> So I'll have to try again after this, but she's being a little difficult. Um, and I want to say thank you for everyone who messaged, checking in on her, sending well wishes to her, telling me about your cats who had to have their teeth pulled because that did make me feel better of knowing a little bit what to expect. So she's thank got you her own little everyone. fan club. She really does. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, this bitch doesn't do anything except the scream. Per- <laughs> the person who sent you the message saying that their cat was called Meep. <laughs> yeah. That was cute. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. I think I said on here once that someone messaged me and they're like, oh my God, I thought her name was Pete, like P-E-T-E. And I was like, that'd be a hilarious cat name. It's like, what was it? Air Potato. Oh yeah, love him. Um, But yeah, otherwise, Mike is on his bachelor party. So I've been alone for 24 hours and I decided since I had a stressful day with Peep and no one was here to judge me that I would eat like all the horrible fried foods, dairy in the world. So I just feel like shit now because I'm, I'm like a child. Like I do this every time when I eat really bad and I feel terrible, but I still just keep doing it. It's worth it. And then until it's not. <laughs> I know. Always. But I'll never learn. 
no. I've been like, if, since we got back from Japan, I've just been like, okay, I'm eating all the food. And then starting Monday, I have to really knuckle down and not do that. <laughs> well, I've been like eating healthier just because my wedding's coming up. So I'm just trying to like get get my life together. But so that's why I think I feel extra crappy from eating like all the fried food because I'm just like not really used to it anymore. I feel literally like hung over. <laughs> when you when you stop eating it, you'll have to like detox and you know you go you feel worse when you do that as well. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready now. Mm. So yeah, anything else exciting with you or anything? Nope, pretty quiet this week. Back into the daily grind, back to work. Kids go kids are still on break here. It's like fall break, autumn break here. So they go back on Wednesday next week. So no, we're just going to have a quiet few days. Um, we've still got my husband's family are all over visiting from overseas. So they leave tomorrow and that will be just a quiet few days before we go back to school and work and everything properly. Mm. Yeah, not too much longer till I head over to the States, hopefully for your wedding. So that's exciting. Oh yeah, crazy. Mm. Mm. Month and a bit. So yeah, all happening. Yeah, it is. I have to get on with it and finish planning and doing stuff <laughs> and now I'm like oh my wedding dress because I, I have to pick it up like May 5th that got altered and I'm like oh I hope that this weekend isn't going to be like oh your dress doesn't fit <laughs> <laughs> at least you got plenty of time you got it'll be fine yeah it'll be fine it's all fine I'll go to the gym tomorrow <laughs> maybe back on the wagon back on the wagon Ugh. <laughs> All right, so let's get into what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about, um, I guess it's more like a mystery. A lot of people have been sending it to us. There has been a lot of dead men specifically turning up in a lake in Austin, Texas called Lady Bird Lake or Town Lake. Um, There's been, what, like 28? 30? Well, yeah, so it's kind of hard because some of them are clear accidents or suicides and also it's hard because there's not a lot of information on a lot of these bodies. So from what we can kind of determine, there's around 30 bodies that have been pulled from the lake since 2008, but 28 of those, at least 28, have been recovered since 2014. So it's kind of seems in the last, you know, eight years or nine years, there's been a really rapid you know, rate of people being found in this lake. And it, 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 we'll get into it, but over the last few months, there's been a lot. So people are really now like, what's going on? Can this really all be accidental deaths? Um, yeah. And, it, it, and I feel like in the last probably month, especially, it's really picked up um, kind of more media coverage and, you know, large news outlets are covering it. And people like, I know there's a massive Facebook group for it and things like that now as well. So yeah, really seems to be getting onto people's radars at the moment. Yeah, so some people are wondering if there's like a serial killer. Um, we'll get into our opinions at the end, but we've done other episodes similar to this. I think we did two other ones of just about the, the phenomena water. of men ending up dead in water, usually after a night out. Some people say a smiley face killer. Some people say that they're just drunk and fallen. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Um, So yeah, a lot of people sent us this one. So we'll go over all the information and then talk about some thoughts and theories at the end. The fourth body found in Lady Bird Lake in the past two months. 
Jason John, an unidentified body, Jonathan Honey, and now John Christopher Hayes Clark. On Saturday at around 1 in the afternoon, the Austin Police Department responded to the Longhorn Dam, which is the east end of Lady Bird Lake, not near the entertainment district. Multiple individuals had called 911 reporting that a subject appeared to be deceased and was in the water on this end of the lake. The police performed a water rescue and found 30-year-old John Christopher Hayes Clark. Investigators say they do not suspect foul play. Our initial information doesn't show anything suspicious, but we don't make that final determination until the medical examiner has been able to conduct their review as well. This comes after the city added temporary fencing and lighting to the trail near the entertainment district and announced more park rangers would be stationed along the trail. So we'll go into some background on the lake. It is known as Ladybird Lake. Some people also refer to it as Town Lake because I guess the woman who it was named after didn't really want it to be named after her. So <laughs> there's two different names for it. Um, we've read some comments that say it's actually technically a river and not a lake. Wikipedia says it's a river-like reservoir. The lake slash river, it's on the Colorado River in Austin, Texas. So the reservoir was created in 1960 to act as a cooling pond for a new city power plant. It was named after the former first lady of the U.S., Lady Bird Johnson. The lake has a surface area of 416 acres or 168 hectares. It's now used for recreation and flood control. Motorized watercraft use is prohibited on the lake, so it's mainly used for paddleboarding, kayaking, canoes. The lake is said to be calm and is popular for many rowing teams to use. So we've read some comments that say the lake is very polluted and that's why swimming isn't allowed, but apparently that's a rumor. Swimming is prohibited due to many drownings as well as debris in the water from bridges and dams. Swimming has been banned since 1964 and the fine can be up to $500. I was going to say, when I said calm before, I guess it seems dangerous, even if it's calm. Like, yeah. apparently there's a lot stuff of stuff in, in it. it. Yeah. And I saw some, I was reading comments, and apparently there's a lot of just like gross sludge in the bottom. And seems like not a great place to swim around in, which is, I guess, why you can't. <laughs> in 2019, a toxic blue-green algae was found in the lake, and up to five dogs were killed because of the algae. A ban on the consumption of fish caught in the lake was issued by the city of Austin in 1990 as a result of the excessively high levels of chloridane found in the fish. The use of chloridane as a pesticide was banned in the United States in 1988. The chemical sticks strongly to soil patches and it can continue to pollute groundwater for years after its application. So that's how it's getting in the fish. The ban on the consumption of fish caught in the lake was finally lifted in 1999. Um, another area that we'll discuss in this episode is Rainy Street. It's a vibrant area in Austin known for its nightlife and boasts an array of bars, food trucks, and restaurants. So it's kind of like where the men could potentially go to to go to the bars and then wander off and end up in this lake, kind of like we talked about in the other stories in like Boston and uh, Chicago and places like that. Okay, so we're going to go through all the bodies that have been found in the lake up to date, or at least the ones that we could find listed in the news there could be others but this is these are the ones that we could find so we'll start in june 2008 a decomposed body was pulled from the lake this info is from an archived article from kxan it says 
KXAN Austin News was the first on the scene Sunday morning as firefighters pulled a dead body out of Lady Bird Lake near the Holiday Inn by Interstate 35. Around 6.30 a.m., police got a call from two fishermen who found a badly decomposed body on the lake. Officials said the body was so badly decomposed that they're unable to determine the sex or age at this moment. The body has since been taken to the Travis County Medical Examiner's Office for autopsy. Homicide detectives are investigating and questioning people in the area. So that body turned out to be a woman, actually, named Nazima Habibul. She was 26 years old. She was a preschool teacher who left behind a two-year-old daughter. She had apparently vanished after telling her family she was going to the grocery store. And that was all we could really find on it. We couldn't find anything about a cause of death or if maybe she was suicidal, anything like that. I think um, when I was looking into this, off the top of my head, I could only confirm that there have been two females found, Nazima and another elderly lady who accidentally drowned. But it's like obviously there's ones where we don't know either way, but there's it's definitely a majority of males who end up in this border. Also, I just have to say, Olivia said she can't hear it, but my neighbor is playing guitar really loudly right now. So I apologize <laughs> if anyone hears that <laughs> in the background. It's so irritating. Just like ripping some Black Sabbath. Okay. Um, the next death is that of Riyadh Hamad. Riyadh was a school teacher and peace activist who was reported missing by his family on Monday, April 14th, 2008. His car was found in a lot on the south side of Lady Bird Lake. Oh, yeah, this one's a weird one. Hmm. On Wednesday, April 16th, 2008, Riyadh's body was found floating in the lake. His eyes had been covered with duct tape. His legs and hands had also been bound. According to a report that day by KXAN-TV News, it said park goers who saw the body said the death did not look accidental. They said the man's face was wrapped with duct tape. His arms appeared to be tied in front of his body. On Thursday, April 17th, APD released a statement saying, The bindings of his hands and legs and placement of the tape were consistent with Hamad having done this to himself, Sergeant Joe Chacon told the Chronicle. He said that, Additional evidence, including a security videotape of the parking area where Hamad's car was found and statements from persons who knew him, said that he had been experiencing suicidal thoughts. So police said that all that supports the finding of suicide, but they were waiting for a completion of the entire investigation, including the full autopsy and toxicology report, which would take several weeks. Um, But he did say, for all intents and purposes, as far as we know right now, this was a suicide. I feel like that death is, well, not that I've ever really seen, but I feel like too that death is one that belongs on like Unsolved Mysteries. It's like the guy, Mm -hmm. what's that guy's name? It escapes me now, but the one who fell through the hotel in Baltimore. Through the roof, yeah. Yeah, and he left behind all the weird notes. It's like, no, I have seen stranger things happen in terms of suicide methods or I've heard of them anyway. So, yeah, like it's not totally implausible, but it is unusual. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I could see why. I'm sure there's easier ways to kill yourself, but maybe he didn't have access to a weapon or drugs to kill himself and was just like, you know, I'm going to drown myself, but I don't want to try to swim, so I'm going to duct tape my hands. It seems like a horrible way to go. I would never want to drown like that, but I don't know. So he's it's weird. I've just been Googling. His autopsy is actually online <clears throat> and it says that he died from drowning. Um, it says drowning, overinflated lungs, Bloody, watery fluid in bronchi, history that the deceased was found unresponsive in a lake, wrinkled skin of fingers. He did also have heart disease, 
um, and he had a history of recent depression and stress. So his cause of death was finalized as suicide by drowning. Yeah, definitely a weird one, but mm. sometimes weird ones happen. Um, so the next one is January 14th, 2012. So this is a couple of years later. It's also weird because I'm like, so between 2008 and 2012, no one Well, drowned. either Just no- that we don't know. Yeah, and the other thing is too, because like these deaths happened, you know, over a decade ago. A lot mm-hmm. of the articles are are archived so or annoying. have been removed. So, you know, there could have been. There's a really good interactive map um, online which I've put on the blog, and it kind of lists all the deaths by year and where they were found. So, apparently, there wasn't any in between that time. But you know, as far as we know, anyway, you never know. Um. So okay, January 14, 2012, another body was found in the lake. So from an archived KVUE article, um, it said a body was found in Ladybird Lake this afternoon, just downstream from Barton Springs. APD's homicide unit was at the scene investigating. And that's all the information because like Olivia was just saying, the articles are archived. So it's always annoying when you're doing like an older case, like an episode on an older case, just trying to find like the actual news from that time or like clips from that time because they're all like gone now. I found it interesting too, in a lot of the articles, it like basically has one line of information, something like a body has been pulled and that says more info to come and then clearly yeah. not. <laughs> Where is it? It's <laughs> frustrating. So the next one is Cole Christensen. He's 21 years old from Anchorage, Alaska, and he was found dead in the lake on October 13th, 2012. Cole wasn't actually found in the lake itself but he was found in a creek that runs off of it so i feel like that counts it's called shoal creek it's very close to the kind of main body of water of the lake like there's a map um that marks it maybe it's like two blocks in kind of inland it's a very thin small creek i had a look at some photos in some photos you can't even tell that there's water there Um, yeah it looks like it's pretty narrow and yeah it's behind i feel like the area where he was found is behind like the austin music hall or something like that so it's a very urban area it's not like a creek in the middle of nowhere it's a creek in the middle of the city in the city yeah. yeah so this is from his obituary and we found it interesting because they mentioned some things that make it seem like he was proficient in the water it says cole christensen passed away on saturday october 13 2012 in austin texas he passed away unexpectedly while on vacation He spent countless nights tearing apart jet skis, motorcycles, and any other toys he thought he could customize. Cole truly lived his life to the fullest. There was nothing that could stop him from doing something he loved. Cole was the definition of a daredevil. Cole loved his family and friends more than anything else. He surrounded himself with amazing people who had the same values he did. Cole spent much of his time with his family and friends at his cabin on Big Lake. Big Lake was his favorite place to be. He loved sitting by the campfire, wakeboarding, jet skiing, and anything that had to do with water. I actually made a post about that specific death on our Instagram today. And like, I get accidents happen. People who can swim obviously drown all the time. But it's just interesting to me that he drowned in a smallish creek. You know, like, do you know what I mean? It's obviously we don't know what happened. He could have been drunk. He could have hit his head. But it just seems it's an interesting way to die for someone who's very water proficient well it's interesting i said that he was like a daredevil maybe he was trying to do something daredevilish yeah could have been um but yeah was that that's all there is so we don't know um so then there's a bit of a jump after this to 2014 
So the next death is May 2014 when a man died after falling from his paddleboard. This was a witness death, so it doesn't seem suspicious. Um, over the years, there have been some witnessed accidents and suicides in the lake. We won't run through all of these, but the whole list is on the blog. So I don't, it just seems like a, a dangerous lake for some reason. Yeah, like even I read about one guy who crashed his car while trying to run from police and then he jumped off a bridge and into the lake and killed himself like there's a lot going on there it's like the bermuda triangle <laughs> next is february 10th 2014 the body of elano valet was pulled from the lake elano had been reported missing on february 7th he told his roommate nathan that he was going for a walk on february 6th he wasn't too concerned when elano didn't return as he thought elano might be out with friends nathan became worried the next day when Elano's sister asked if he'd been seen. Elano had been taking medication for depression, and his family were worried at the time that he had stopped taking it. Police said at the time that they were investigating his death as a suicide. Next one is October 13, 2014. This is same year, just a couple months later. The body of Aaron David Rublick was found floating in Ladybird Lake. Aaron had gone missing on Thursday, October 9th. He'd been out with friends in Austin and had called an Uber to get him home. And the driver dropped him instead off near a Holiday Inn on Interstate 35 around 2.30 a.m. on Friday, October 10th. I believe, too, the Holiday Inn is the same place where Nazima, who we spoke about earlier, yeah. was found. It comes up a lot. Like, I don't know mm -hmm. if there's a reason for that. Like, I'm assuming there must be a reason why they seem a lot of these people seem to go missing near this Holiday Inn. But yeah, it comes up a lot in this case. I wonder if most of them are like tourists or like visiting the area that has a lot of bars and it's close by. So police stated that they believe Aaron was walking close to the water and somehow fell in. Police eventually determined that his cause of death was an accidental drowning. Next is Julio Santos the third. 22, was found dead in Ladybird Lake on June 7th, 2015. Julio was last seen at a dance club called Barbarella on Friday, June 5th, around 2.30 a.m. This information is from the press release from police. It says, Julio was reported as a missing person on Friday, June 5th, 2015 at 5.58 p.m. He was last seen at East 6th Street and Red River Street at approximately 2.30 a.m. on Friday, June 5th. The medical examiner's office reported no suspicious trauma to the body. Austin police are continuing to investigate this death as not suspicious. On September 17, 2015, another body was found. The body was found around 1 p.m. And this info is from KVUE. Police said Thursday afternoon the death does not appear to be suspicious and have not determined whether this is a man or a woman. A later article by Fox 7, Austin, said this decedent was male, but we haven't been able to find a name. So I was reading some comments online about this, and this might contribute to why some of them are just like, oh, someone died, and that's it. I guess um, a, there's a homeless population in this area as well, and some of these deaths are homeless people, so that might be why there's not a lot of information in the media on them, on who they are, or anything like that, unfortunately. On uh, November 29, 2015, Santiago Gonzalez Becerra, 23, was pulled from the lake. He had been missing for a few days at the time. Um, Spectrum Local News reported the medical examiner's office reported no suspicious trauma to the body. The cause of death has not been determined. On February 14, 2016, the body of a male in his 50s was pulled from the lake. Police said there was no obvious signs of trauma and there's no other public info about that death either. 
on February 29th, 2016, the body of a woman in her 60s was pulled from the lake. According to an article by Fox 7 Austin, her death was being treated as a homicide. Corporal Angel Polanski from the Austin Police Department said, Since it's located in a body of water and we don't know what occurred, we're going to handle it as suspicious until we determine otherwise. The title of that article was Five Bodies Pulled from Lady Bird Lake in Six Months. So they never we couldn't find out if it was actually a homicide or not. No, I do feel like it's very common practice any time a body is found for the police department to investigate. Um, so I don't think like people are like, well, it must be a homicide or, you know, it must be murders because the homicide department are investigating. No, I feel like that's just start. what happens until they actually know more. So um, no, I haven't heard anything else about that one, though, if it was confirmed to be a homicide or not. So another man was found dead in the lake on December 28th, 2016. No info is known about this man except that he was thought to be about in his 40s. He was found in water near the Interstate 35 bridge and near the Holiday Inn. Again, Um, Holiday Inn. Again, the Holiday Inn. On June 14th, 2018, a man was pulled dead from the lake. This info is from Patch.com. It says, a passerby spotted the clothed body lying face down in the water before alerting police. The site of the grizzly find is near the 1400 Nash Hernandez Senior Road just before 9.20 a.m., officials said. Police also have not disclosed the gender of the deceased. At the time, police said the death was not suspicious, though. Uh, This brings us to August 15th, 2018. A man in his 40s was pulled dead from the water. APB said evidence from the scene did not indicate the death was suspicious or of homicidal nature. Next is October 11, 2018. The body of Christopher White, 25, was pulled from Lady Bird Lake. Christopher was from Minnesota and had been visiting Austin to attend the Austin City Limits Music Festival with his friends. This info about his disappearance is from Fox 10 Phoenix. It says, The group attended the music festival on Friday and returned to their rental home near the Colorado River Friday night. Friends reported they last saw Christopher between 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. This is a great one to do while Mike's at his bachelor party getting fucking drunk. (laughs) Saturday morning that he mentioned he might want to go down to the dock, but none of them actually saw him leave the home. He was reportedly intoxicated. Friends realized Christopher was missing when they woke up Saturday morning and reported him missing later that day. He left his shoes, phone, and wallet behind. When Christopher was found, authorities said there was no evidence of foul play. His cause of death was eventually determined to be accidental drowning. Toxicology testing on his blood showed traces of ethanol, cocaine, and one of its metabolites. Cocoethylene, a compound formed in the body when both cocaine and ethanol are present, and methylene dioxamethylamine, MDMA, <laughs> which is the long version of MDMA and its metabolite. So the next body found belonged to Martin Gutierrez. He was 25. He went missing from Rainy Street on November 19, 2018. He had been out with friends at a bar called Alibi, and he was last seen by them at 1 a.m. when he said he was going to get a ride with a friend. His body was found a week later in Ladybird Lake. It was November 26, 2018. So Martin's brother is still to this day very vocal about Martin's death. He made a statement at the time and he said, Martin was the brother I could go to for everything and now he's gone. I am lost with no idea what direction to go from here. My family, friends and community have come together in a way I never believed was possible in an effort to help me find him. The world will always and forever be significantly less happy without Martin. So Martin's cause of death was determined after an autopsy to be accidental drowning. 
he had no drugs in his system. Um, he did have alcohol in his system, but no illicit or prescription drugs. Austin police confirmed that they didn't suspect foul play in his death. On August 4, 2019, another body was pulled from the lake. This is from the Austin police. It says, oh. sorry. Do you know Peep just came out of friggin' nowhere aggressively rubbing on my <laughs> table, my microphone. She just gets these like random bursts of drugged energy where she's like, please pet me. <laughs> sorry. Go on. All right. So this is from the Austin police. It says, APD is currently investigating a deceased person located in Ladybird Lake. This is not being investigated as a suspicious death and PIO is not responding. On September 28, 2019, a man was found dead in the lake. The police said that the man was in his 30s. He was found in the lake again near the Holiday Inn. The body was found by kayakers who towed the man to shore. I believe that this man was named Jake Waltrip, who was actually 28 when he died. Um, his obituary is online and he kind of reminds me of Cole in a way in that he seems very active, very adventurous, Um some of his obituary says, growing up, he enjoyed riding, driving the golf cart and shooting targets out in the country and shooting at the gun range with his dad. As he grew older, he became very philosophical and enjoyed reading and watching and discussing podcasts about life and what is true and important. He loved being outdoors and running, riding his bike around the lake, kayaking and camping out in his tent and chilling in his hammock. So kind of another interesting one. Mm-hmm. On May 24th, 2021, Eric Menzanara's Medrano, who was 26, was found dead in the lake. Not too much information again on this one apart from the standard this isn't a suspicious death statement by police. Love that one. Yeah. It's like the one, no threat to the public. Never. (laughs) So the next one, um, man who went missing, was Raquel Rosario Lopez. He was seen on New Year's Day 2022. So we're kind of at, you know, the current deaths now um, in the very early morning in Austin. A friend made this post on Facebook about him. It says, help us find him. My co-worker has been missing since the evening of December 31st. Last known place was celebrating New Year's in downtown Austin. His family and our staff are worried about him. His cell phone is off. No credit card has been used. He's not been active on social media. So they said there was a missing persons report out with Austin PD and they asked for any information. So he kind of was last seen very early on January 1st and his body was found in the lake on January 6th. Um, another body was found July 14, 2022. This information is from Fox 44. It says medics went to check on someone at 2.46 p.m. floating in the water and that person was possibly deceased. They confirmed at 3.19 p.m. that the person was dead. Um, the Austin Police Department said the homicide division is responding to the scene and that the body could have been in the lake for a couple of days. So the next one was December 10, 2022. There's a statement and it says, Medics have obtained a deceased on-scene pronouncement of an adult that was found in the lake by 911 caller. The scene was turned over to law enforcement. No other further information is available. Um, this is kind of one where the homicide department did investigate again. I don't think that's really indicative of it being a homicide, but they did start the investigation. So that was December 2022, and I really feel like kind of around this point is where it really started to ramp up both in the media and also the amount of bodies being found. So a body was found in the lake on Christmas Day 2022. Law enforcement said at the time that it was too early to identify the person or determine what caused their death. I haven't been able to find any other public updates about that one, about that death, you know, who it was or what happened. So that was December 25. Another body was found December 28, 2022. 
Um, this info about that one is from KXAN. It said officials said 911 received a call at 2.08 p.m. from a person reporting there was a body in the water. The adult was pronounced dead at 2.33 p.m. We're now at January 2023. Between January and now, April 2023, four bodies have been pulled from the lake. The first one was Jason John. He was 30 and he was reported missing on February 5th, 2023. He was last seen walking on Rainy Street. He'd been out for a night with friends and he could be seen on some CCTV in the area for 10 minutes before he dropped out of sight due to a lack of cameras in the area. And his body was found on February 13. Police said that Jason had no visible injuries on him when he was recovered and his body was found in the same area where Martin's body was found. You'd think by now they'd be like, let's put some cameras mm. around this friggin' lake, the whole thing. Like, I know. I feel like they are working towards that. But yeah, I know it's I taken them this, that, long, yeah. this long to get more cameras. It's like, all right, 30 people have drowned in this lake that yeah. we know of. Let's like put some barricades up, some cameras, some anything. <laughs> Um, so the next one is a man, Clifton Axtell. He went missing on February 25th, 2023. His body was found on March 5. Um, this is kind of a police report from the time. It says they were called for a reported body in the water on Lady Bird Lake. Rescue crews located the victim and obtained a deceased on scene pronouncement of an adult patient. No other information is available. So there is some information about Clifton from his obituary. It says, Clifton Axtell, a bright, beautiful ball of energy, came into the world on September 29th, 1982 in Plano, Texas. He was a son, brother, husband, father, nephew, uncle, and grandson. He loved his family deeply. He departed this earth on March 5th, 2023, and is profoundly missed by all who love him. So the next one is a man named Jonathan Honey. He was 33 when he was last seen at a taco food truck at 2 a.m. on Friday, March 31st. So, you know, very, very recent. After Jonathan was found deceased on April 1, so he was only in the water essentially for a day, the family of Jason John spoke out about the similarities between the two cases. Jason's death had been determined to be an accidental drowning by this point, and the family definitely didn't agree. His mother, Elsie, said, we definitely don't agree with that. Jason was 30, Jonathan Honey was 33, two in the morning, rainy street. So there were some similarities in the case. The Safehorns president, Joelle McNew, said it's very, very concerning. She said that she's worried about the University of Texas students who go out on rainy street. She said, I know that there have been some comments on social media that it's just alcohol related, and I believe it's definitely more than that. So Jonathan's family wrote in his obituary that his death was a tragic accident. So Jonathan Seth Honey passed away at the age of 33 due to a tragic accident on 31st of March, 2023. After Jonathan was found, the Austin PD released a statement, I guess, kind of due to the public, growing public interest in all these deaths. It says, the Austin Police Department is aware of speculations regarding the recent drownings in Lady Bird Lake. Although these cases are still under investigation and the evidence is being analysed, at this time there is no evidence in any of these cases to support allegations of foul play. While each incident has occurred at the lake, the circumstances, exact locations and demographics surrounding these cases vary. Our investigators approach every case with an open mind and objectively examine all available evidence. So they go in to say that they're working with the Travis County Medical Examiner um, and that basically none of the autopsies have found trauma to the bodies or any indications of foul play. And they said one common theme of the drownings in Austin this year is the combination of alcohol and the easy access to Lady Bird Lake, which has numerous access points. Many of the access points can be challenging to see at night. The parks in which most of these drownings have occurred are park areas that close at 10 p.m. and occur after the park closes. 
we advise the public to follow the rules on park closures. <laughs> Victim blaming. Please follow the rules and don't die. And don't drink alcohol and, you know, don't wander around. <laughs> um, so just a few days ago, April 15th, Christopher Hayes Clark was pulled dead from the lake. There's an article from Fox 7 and it says, On Saturday, April 15th at around 1.20, the Austin Police Department responded to the Longhorn Dam, which is on the east side of Ladybird Lake, not near the Rainy Street Entertainment District. So I feel like they're making a point to say that this kind of isn't in the same general area. Mm. Um, multiple people called 911 and said there was a suspect, that, which is weird, a suspect, but anyway, a suspect appeared to be deceased and was in the water on this end of the lake. So they performed a water rescue and found that uh, Christopher Hayes Clark was dead in the water and they said they didn't suspect foul play. So there was kind of interestingly one person who has been found alive after going missing in the Ladybird Lake area. It was in 2019. It was a man named Christian Pugh. So Christian Pugh was 19 and he was found alive 60 hours after he was reported missing. When he was found, they said he was in, quote, very rough condition. He'd been found deep in the brush along the hiking and biking trail, an area that is not easy for those to, on the trail to spot passing by. He was conscious and he was taken to hospital. Um, Casey England, who was with Travis County Search and Rescue, said, when we located him, he was in rough shape, but we were able to work with law enforcement and get the ambulance requested immediately. Um, so it's kind of interesting that he was found alive. Like I'm assuming he was just kind of lying there, which is why it took them that long to find him. Yeah. I'd like to know what he has to say about it. Um, according to the police, where he was found isn't where he was last seen. He was last seen at Clive on Rainy Street, but he was found a five-minute drive away. Um, Casey England said, how he managed to get from one to the other, who knows? It would have been difficult for a casual passerby to come upon him. It really took a combined effort of talking to some of the locals in the area and those combined search skills to make sure it all came together. So that is kind of it in terms of the amount of bodies and kind of victims that have been found so far. I did find an interesting article um, where they interviewed an associate professor of criminal justice about why people think there may be a serial killer involved. The professor is Dr. Carson Anderson, and he said, human nature has always looked at things and sort of looked for patterns that may or may not exist, but also social media and the ability to just sort of put these rumors online and sort of have them go out like wildfire. He said, we are just at a party zone. I don't think we've seen anything that would lead one to conclude that there's a serial killer out there, but we do know that people drink to excess in Austin and that men often engage in at-risk behavior. He also spoke, which I think is interesting because I feel like we've spoken about this in the past too, and I agree with him, about why mm -hmm. there are less serial killers now than in the past. He said there were no cameras. We didn't have all the ways of being able to track people's movements that you do today. Anybody that engages in serial murder, everyone's looking for you. You're on film, victims' cameras, on their phones, we're tracking them. So I do think that is a big part of it. Yeah, I agree. So in terms of what the city is doing to, I guess, curb these, you know, the amount of deaths and, you know, keep people safe, they've apparently increased park ranger and EMS presence and they are also looking into adding more CCTV. Looking into it. <laughs> um, in the past episodes, we've mentioned a man named Kevin Gannon. He's a retired NYPD detective who's very prolific in the smiley face killer cases you know the alleged smiley face killer cases he has weighed in and he believes that there is a serial killer at work in austin he said of course just from the sheer number and the fact that there's so many in a short period of time i don't believe that it's accidental so we asked on our instagram too if people thought 
all of these deaths were the result of a serial killer. And I'm surprised, but 89% of people said yes. Guys, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I did ask if anyone had any kind of um, thoughts or questions about the case. I'll just run through a few of them now quickly. Someone said they're not sure if it's a serial killer, but it's very interesting. Someone said don't didn't most of them have alcohol in their system, which from the ones that have been confirmed, yes. Um, I believe Riyadh didn't, He was, but he was the one who took his own life. Someone made a comment and said that the last four victims do look very similar. I think yes, but I also think – I know it sounds yes, but I also think no. Like they're just – like Jason John doesn't look similar. He's got, kind of got a darker complexion. Some of them do look similar, but, you know, in terms of similarities, it's like dark hair. That's it. Like it's not like they could be, you know, twins or brothers or anything like that. They – Yes, there is some similarities, but there's probably similarities with a lot of people. Oh, I was thinking like their deaths looked similar. Well, I'm like, well, yeah, there's only so many ways you can like die in a lake. Someone else said at the start of the drownings, they were all between the 9th and the 15th of the month and they were men in their 20s, which I guess kind of indicates to them that that, that might be a, um, do you know what I mean, like a, a type. Yeah, a target yeah. Someone said to me, "It's just to me, it's like the smiley killer, just men being drunk alone near water." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like, like my personal probable theory is that they are all accidents. Um, I don't know, it, but it does seem like there's a dis- disproportionate amount of times this is happening, especially lately. So I wouldn't be like I feel like. This is more likely to be the work of a serial killer than the other random smiley face ones that happen all around America, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think the real crime here is that the city is doing nothing to try to, like, make the lake safer or, like, try to stop this or put up cameras. It's been a decade of people falling in this lake and dying. And it seems like now they're they're just looking into and they're statement was like hey guys follow the rules don't go to the parks late at night because i saw people um commenting on reddit from the area that know the area and they said a lot of parts around the lake are not well lit at all they're very rocky there's really steep parts so if someone's drunk wandering around they could easily trip and fall in and with all the debris and stuff in the water where it's not even safe enough to be allowed to swim in it it seems like it's just a pretty dangerous situation even though the one thinks that the water's relatively calm, but seems like it's pretty dangerous while these people are dying in the lake. And the thing is, too, the lake is big. It's not like just kind of a mm-hmm. lake where you could swim from one end to the other. It's a big, big body of water. It's part of the Colorado River. So, you know, I guess due to the size of it, it may explain why there are kind of more bodies per, do you know what I mean, like per area being found. Yeah. Because it takes up like a bigger area. There's more entrances and stuff. Yeah. And I do also feel like we've touched on it before, why it's men. Like I feel like men are more likely to leave somewhere alone. Men are more likely to go pee by the water and fall in or get lost. Yeah, girls aren't going out alone at night wandering around a scary lake for the most part. Yeah, we spoke about two confirmed women who passed and there was also an elderly woman. So like when you think – I don't even know what the percentage would be, but it's – you know, hardly anything compared to the amount of men that are found in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think I don't think there will ever be another serial killer that kills more than like two or three people. Even that, it's I just don't see it happening again. There's too much technology, there's too many cameras, there's 
too many ways to get evidence on people. I think serial killers are kind of like a thing of the past, which some people might be like, you're dumb for saying that, but that's (laughs) that's my thought. (laughs) I think it's very hard to be a serial killer these days. Especially in Austin, like, which is a major metropolitan city. But then, but then, Mm -hmm. you know, when I say that, nobody really saw how these men died. Like, I guess it is still possible that there's someone who's very covertly killing all these men. But also... Like I said to you before we started recording, if I was gonna, if I wanted to murder someone, and I knew about this lake where everyone would just turn up dead, murder someone, throw them in that fucking lake, and everyone just like, up, oh, it's that friggin' lake again. <laughs> um, I was just having a look on Google, and these are like the last articles just from the past few days. Headlines like discovery of another body in Austin's Ladybird Lake reignites rainy street ripper killer fears. <laughs> It's getting very sensationalized. <laughs> yeah. Fourth body pulled from Texas Lake, igniting fears of a serial killer. Bodies stack up in Texas City amid stack. Yeah. Amid fears of serial killer rumors of roofie attacks. So I have heard that they um think, you know, one theory is that these men have been drugged in the bars and then are murdered or, you know, which That's part of the other one we talked about too. Mm. I feel like um, people are saying that. I have read like one person told us their theory was that they've met that these men may have been on dating apps, you know, possibly mm-hmm. gay dating apps. So I I don't know the sexual orientation of any of them, but like maybe that's how they are somehow coming in contact with this person if there is a serial killer. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it says. The locals, some locals say that the area has been the same forever. This has always happened. It's just now yeah. that there has been a quick succession of bodies found that, you know, which is a little bit unusual, that why all these kind of rumors are swirling around. But it's also, I wonder, I guess some of the bodies weren't in there that long. I was yeah. going to say well, like it's getting g- like nicer out now. So more yeah. people are like walking around. Could people, I was going to say maybe the bodies are just turning up now because it's getting nicer out, but I guess it probably doesn't get. I don't know. Someone might say I'm dumb, but I feel like it doesn't get that cold in Texas. So Mm. I guess it wouldn't really matter. But I'm sure it's nicer out this time of year where more people are out walking around, more people are going on trips to Austin, maybe just like a more popular time of the year. Mm. So that is kind of it in terms of the actual information. There is no evidence of a serial killer. Like I feel like that's kind of important to note. The police have categorically said no foul play no trauma on these guys um but still people are speculating which i understand it it is a very unusual situation yeah and the media is just adding like gasoline to the fire and sensationalizing everything because that's what gets them clicks and that's what they care about so i feel like our opinion is probably not going to be very popular but i just feel like often it's the most basic, simple thing, you mm-hmm. know. But who knows? Like I, I, my, I always give a percentage. I would say probably seventy percent. I don't think there's a serial killer. Thirty percent. I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like it's probably unlikely. But if it was, you know, also I'd be like, oh, okay, yep, fair enough. Yeah. If I think there's no way anyone is responsible for all of these deaths. No. Maybe if it had to be like a quote unquote serial killer or someone who murdered multiple people i'd say tops two maybe three this is a interesting um headline eighth body found in texas lake as fears grow sicko is targeting young men (laughs) see yeah (laughs) it's very everyone's gonna get all fired up about it people are gonna post it online about it being crazy yeah 
So I am going to request some of the autopsies for these men just so we can have a look and see kind of the circumstances that they were found in and, you know, what actually happened to them. But that will take a little while, I believe. Yeah. Some places are really slow with getting that. Yeah. I think that is about it. Check out the blog because we have listed all of the um, deaths and victims that we've spoken about today. So you can click on the articles and read sometimes the very limited information or if there's more, it's all on there. There's a really great interactive map that I've linked on there, which you can click and it shows you the exact location that all the bodies were found. Um, And there's a really, if you want to dig deep, there is a really good Facebook group where you can just Google Rainy Street on Facebook and it will come up. They have a whole bunch of information in there. A lot of the victims' families are in there. Um, so it's an, if you want to deep dive, I would definitely check that out. Yeah, even if it's not a serial killer and just still this weird phenomena of men ending up dead in water, I still wish that someone somewhere, some scientists or psychologists or whatever, whoever it would be, like, I need to know the research behind this. I know it's probably similar to what we were saying of just, like, drunk guys wandering off, but, like, I don't know, just crazy. And even in the last little while, there has still been men, like, I feel like it's never going to stop. There's been men still being found in water in other areas. There was a man, Mm -hmm. I believe, in Wisconsin who was missing for a month, and he was just found, he'd been seen leaving a bar. And everyone messages us and is like, check the bodies (laughs) of water around there, check the rivers around there. I feel like there was that, like that one, the Wisconsin one, I I assumed he was going to be found in water, but there was one recently where I looked at the map and there was no water. I'm like, what's going on? (laughs) Um, They'll find it. (laughs) I literally just texted Mike as we were recording because I was, he's as bachelor party, as I said, I was like, do not go near any water. (laughs) Do (laughs) not. Stay away from the lakes. And I looked at the map and there's like a little pond kind of near the house. I was like, you better not go near that pond. He was like, it's not that close. And I was like, I don't care. Don't fucking go near it. (laughs) So I bet with our luck too, another body will be found soon in the lake. I wouldn't also be surprised if that happens. Um, Yeah. If more are found, we'll post about it for sure. Yeah. If you heard any chaotic rubbing of the microphone or recklessness peep i mentioned before she came in like a maniac rubbing on everything just walking all over stepping on the computer stepping on me and now she's like sound asleep passed out dead in my arm (laughs) (laughs) she's expended her drug energy (laughs) all right i gotta try to get more medication in her so that is it for this episode um we'll post about it Again, let us know what you guys think. Um, Everything will be on the blog. Like Olivia said, that cool map, it's interesting to look at because sometimes seeing it as a picture, you're like, wow, this is crazy. Um, They'll be on there at truecrimesocietyblog.com. You can follow us on Instagram. We'll keep posting about this. Um, Our username is truecrimesociety. You can follow our personal accounts if you want to keep up with Peep's surgery recovery. (laughs) Mine is stephsum underscore. Olivia's is tcsolivia. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure that you're following us. And there's also usually a little, what did you think of this episode question that comes up. If you guys want to let us know what you think, only if it's nice, (laughs) please. Um, You can leave us a review, share the podcast, everything, all that. Subscribe, follow, whatever else you guys know what to do. But that's it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Peace out. See ya.